Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business. Only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast Show. We are looking at family businesses today and they can come in various forms spanning industries and generations. They are often built on a foundation of shared dreams, passion and a commitment to preserve a legacy. In today's intergenerational series, we explore the world of art glass with a pair of mother and daughter in the family-run glass and art studio. Their journey stretching over 37 years is an upward tapestry of tradition and innovation. Together, they shape stunning creations from a medium that captures transparency, reflectivity and form. But there's more to their story. So let's welcome them in the studio. First, let's say hi to Sarah Ang. She is the Director of Cinegraphic Design. Welcome to the studio, Sarah. Good morning. And also her mom, Florence Ng, Founder and Creative Director of Cinegraphic Design. Good morning, Florence. Morning, Ryan. Yeah, so Florence feeling a bit under the weather, so we appreciate your time still coming here this morning. Uh, let's start with Sarah first to help us understand this world of glass art. When we think about glass art, what should we visualize? Where are your pieces normally found? They're found in all kinds of spaces, um, but many are in hospitality spaces or so hotels, as well as homes. Um, some public buildings, so example like St. Regis, um, Singapore, like the public lobby, the all-day dining area, the ballroom, um, as well as overseas, uh, like Taipei 101, mm. the public monument sculpture, uh, which is on the ground floor outside. Um, and some, uh, like even uh, corporate corporations like Seagate, they have some sculpture and media corp as well. Mm. There's a, a like signage, um, things like that. Yeah. So typically, a company or someone wants to commission something, they will come to you and say, hey, I want to have something that um, speaks to my values or what I imagine, um, some creativity brief as well. Yes. Um, so we are well known for our feature pieces. Um, these are works that are very visible and um, meant to be iconic. Uh, so that when people see the building, it's like something that um, represents or correlates to the identity of the building. Um, like, for example, uh, uh, like hotels, they have mm-hmm. sculptures in the lobby. Um, but then we are also, other than the feature works, like sculptures, uh, lift lobby features um, in public areas, we also have a lot of work that are more functional. Okay. Yeah. So this is quite a niche industry, I imagine. How did both of you stumble into this career? First, I guess, um, with Florence starting nearly 37 years ago. Well, I started uh, just selling uh, industrial window glass. And uh, because I'm an artist and a designer, so plain glass is uh, not enough. Mm-hmm. So I put art in glass. And glass becomes my canvas. And uh, from art come functional application to buildings and interior spaces. Mm. That's how it all began. All right, Sarah, so growing up in this business, were you always expecting to follow your mom's footsteps? Not at all. Um, but I was definitely influenced by just being around her, always designing late into the night and creating <laughs> yeah, all kinds of things. Like uh, even just looking at a stump of wood in walking in McRitchie would inspire her to create like blown glass sculptures and wall installations. Mm. So it's just something that I observed along the way and, and never had a fixed plan to join. But I, I guess um, when I joined about 10 years ago, it was kind of an um, opportunity thing. Let's see how it goes. 
but I decided that it was a legacy that I really wanted to preserve yeah, and, so and yeah, it became more important to me to continue. Yeah, this is a business that's been going on for a few decades and you've grown up with it to some extent. What have you seen change? How has the industry evolved? Um, customer demands, the way you work, what you can do as well with technology or ideas? I guess same with many businesses, competition from other countries and in Singapore has been one of the biggest challenges. Design trends also change. Information is so widely available. So the way that um, she used to do business <laughs> faced lots of challenges and we, we needed to change. Mm. Yeah. So her challenges are different from yours right now. Yeah, I guess you've got more demanding customers. They see everything on TikTok and say, hey, I want this as well. <laughs> I think maybe it's easier for me, even though we do everything from um, sketching and we do it right in front of our customers. Mm, sketching, yeah. Very, very uh, personal. Now I've got iPad. Exactly. So, and the information is, uh, they rely a lot on us, which I draw a lot of inspiration <laughs> from magazines and books mm-hmm. because and also I travel overseas and I'm bringing her along in a suitcase when she was about well, one year uh-huh. yeah so definitely it's more challenging for her now because it's everything is so available yeah Sarah you mentioned competition so there are you know, a lot of difficulties with um, being able to survive or thrive in the niche industry how do you see your business playing out in the next few decades. Now, where is this going from here? Uh, Will it be able to survive in Singapore with what you have right now around the ecosystem? It's difficult to answer that question in in a summarised way. But uh, what we've been trying to do recently is to restructuring our business such that we focus a lot more on uh, product development, project management, and reaching out to new segments of customers. And some of these uh, products, which used to be more B2B, um, uh, we are creating a new line of B2C products. So two new brands, which are still in the early stage of development, um, but also collaborating with designers to offer products for the home that can then be customised. So this would be good for clients who sometimes just need ready solutions, but may also want to have customised works for anywhere in their home or whatever space that they have. Okay, that yeah. sounds like a very interesting idea. So what am I looking at potentially? Are we looking at um, glass statues of a, <laughs> uh, glass figurines of a family. Okay, not not so much glass objects or glassware. Although um, along the way we would have some of them. We are looking more at f- home accessories like furni- some furniture pieces and uh, sculptures for the garden space, uh, like water features, uh, as well as art panels that can be scaled into fixtures that are more functional, like doors, uh, even windows, and even tabletops, things like that. So. Still focusing on art, but in glass and across many different applications. All right, that's a very exciting, clear future ahead for you. Mm-hmm. We've got Sarah Ang, director for Cinegraphic Design. She's a daughter in the business, and her mom, Florence Ng, joining us as well today, founder and creative director of Cinegraphic Design. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. All right, stay in Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.